Hello. Welcome to my world, where it's naturally supernatural. I have got a passion to rescue young people that are caught in the lies of the school system to undermine the validity of the Bible. My guest has absolute scientific proof, because he's an outstanding scientist, that evolution is not scientific. Is there a supernatural dimension, a world beyond the one we know? Is there life after death? Do angels exist? Can our dreams contain messages from heaven? Can we tap into ancient secrets of the supernatural? Are healing miracles real? Sid Roth has spent over 35 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid for this edition of It's Supernatural. My guest, Bruce Malone, is a scientist. He was with Dow Chemical for 30 years. Uh, He was one of the top 100 inventors. Uh, he, He had 18 inventions that raised millions of dollars. Uh, but take you back uh, when you were in college. Uh, you, you told me God was irrelevant to you, uh, and, but you, you had a deadly virus. And because of this deadly virus, you came to your senses and became a believer in the Messiah. But what I want him to tell you as a scientist that could not possibly believe in creationism, that uh, could not possibly believe that there was a worldwide flood. He goes to church shortly thereafter, and he hears a lecture by a creationist. What effect did it have on you? Well, it shook my entire view of reality. I mean, everything I've been taught said this earth is billions of years old, and yet this speaker was showing how fossils could not possibly be billions of years old. And the more I studied it, the more I realized that's true. I mean, if you think about a fossil, it's a dead animal caught in a rock layer. And yet, if you have a fish that dies in your aquarium, it doesn't turn into a fossil. It doesn't fossilize. It's just eaten up and deteriorates and turns into food for other animals. So what makes a fossil? In order to make a fossil, you have to have something die and be buried very deeply and very rapidly, and then lots of water flush through the rock layers as the sediment is turned into rock. And yet there are billions of dead things turned into fossils in the rock layers covering this entire planet. It's testimony that this entire globe has been deluged by an incredible flood in the fairly recent past. And what effect did that have on you? Well, I realized what I'd been told about world history couldn't possibly be true because the very rocks themselves don't match the characteristics of these huge time periods. But you also found out that this whole thing you believe, this theory of evolution, 
was false. Tell me one of the major reasons. Well, I'll give you two major reasons. When you go to the bottom of these rock layers that were laid down underwater, they were all laid down underwater, you find enormous gaps between every very different kind of creature. You'll find single-celled organisms and then starfish with nothing in between. How do you do that? How do you go from a single cell to a starfish and leave nothing in between? It's like it was created. There are starfish and lobsters and coral and different kinds of animals, very different from each other, with enormous gaps. Second, we have very recently been discovering dinosaur bones that have totally unfossilized, soft, stretchy tissue inside the bones. Now, Sid, think about this. If your grandfather's dog died and he buried it in his backyard, and you came back 50 years later and dug in that spot, would you find any bones left, any soft tissue left? No. You wouldn't. It's because... It'd all be decayed. All things that used to be alive totally decay. They turn back into molecules that totally disappear. Now, fossils are tissue that have turned into rock, but inside of that rock we find soft tissue. It can't be there unless those bones were buried very recently. And we have found dozens of these dinosaur bones with soft tissue in Montana, in Siberia, over in Europe, around the world, still with soft tissue inside of them. So, so where did we get the Earth that's a million, a billion years old or whatever? Well, you have to realize what's going on in science. There are only two possibilities to explain everything. I mean, pretend the entire Earth is represented by this puzzle, this box. Okay. Either the puzzle made itself, either all the pieces, which are like the animals we find all over the Earth, made themselves, or something outside of this box made the box. Science has been defined as only okay. allowing natural processes. So what processes. you're saying to me is you're telling me over a billion years that I could throw these pieces like this and they'll all make themselves into a puzzle. you got more faith than I got. <laughs> exactly. That's the way science operates. Let's just pretend it made itself. But I'm telling you, the laws of science show us it couldn't have made itself. And the evidence from the rock layers say they were laid down rapidly. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. The evidence that he has, it's irrefutable. I want you to think for yourself. We're going to come back and you're going to find out something that is as ridiculous as these pieces of puzzle making themselves. Yes. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural. Call right now to get Bruce Malone's easy-to-understand, must-read book, Censored Science, and his one-year daily devotional, Inspired Evidence, plus his powerful DVD, Explosive Geological Evidence for Creation. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9204. Through Bruce Malone's beautiful hardcover book, Censored Science, you will learn of the many true scientific discoveries that actually increase your confidence that the Bible gives the only accurate record of the creation of planet Earth. Explore the amazing evidence from geological sciences that show the reality of a global flood approximately 4,500 years ago in the days of Noah. Learn the facts and reasons why evolution is wrong in stating that the earth is millions of years old when it is actually a more recent creation. You also get Bruce Malone's book, Inspired Evidence, which is a one-year daily devotional that is jam-packed with fascinating and amazing scientific facts. And through his revealing DVD, you will realize the explosive geological evidence, which proves once and for all that biblical creation is true. 
Don't miss out on getting Bruce Malone's two books, Censored Science, and his one-year daily devotional, Inspired Evidence, plus his powerful DVD, yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9204. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9204 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural. Oh, okay. Now, the Earth, according to many scientists, is billions of years old. We have scientific inventions that help us date how old the Earth is. What do you say about the, uh, the book called the Bible that says the Earth is a little over 6,000 years well, old? Well, what you're not hearing about, Sid, is that the vast majority of dating methods indicate a very recent creation. But to explain life without God, you've got to have enormous periods of time. So they only pick the methods that seem to indicate, well, maybe there has been a lot of time. Let me just explain one, radiocarbon dating. Everybody's heard about that. And I'll show you why it really supports a recent creation. All of our bodies are made of carbon. A certain amount disappears every so often. So as soon as you die, it starts disappearing. Say the carbon in your body is represented by this sheet of paper. After so many years, half of it disappears. After so many more years, another half disappears. So many more years, half disappears, and then half more disappears, and then half more disappears. We can measure how fast that happens today. But you see what's happening? You get less and less and less and less until eventually you don't even have a single molecule of the paper left. So scientists measure how much something has died, they dig it up out of the ground, they measure how much radiocarbon is left, and they, they calculate, well, then it must have been alive thousands of years ago That's because there's hardly any left. This is what you're not told. This is what students aren't told. We can dig up dinosaur bones or coal that was supposedly buried hundreds of millions of years ago. There shouldn't be a single atom of radiocarbon left, just like you can't keep dividing the paper right. over and over again. And yet we find like this much radiocarbon left in those things. It says those dinosaur bones, those coal seams couldn't possibly be as old as we're told because there's enormous amounts of this radiocarbon left in them. So could it be what the Bible says, a little over 6,000 years old? See, that's what I explain to people when I go out and I teach in churches and in schools. The vast majority of the evidence indicates those things are very young, exactly as the Bible indicates. Okay, another subject. Is there any proof that a creature has turned into another creature or the whole evolutionary cycle? There is absolutely no proof for that. What you get is variations within a kind of creature. It's like, you look at all the different kind of dogs we have. We have Chihuahuas and we have Great Danes, but they all came from the information God put within the first wolf type creature. And then you get lots of variation. But a dog has never turned into a cow and it's never been shown how it could happen. Now what evolutionists will do, they'll line things up. This is what you'll see in the museums and in the textbooks. Oh, speaking of lining things up, uh, the American Museum of National History ha has an, an, an exhibition of horses. Uh, tell me about that. Well, they line a, things it's up. It's a classic example, and you see it in the textbooks in the museums. They'll line up creatures that had three toes, and then creatures that have two toes, and then creatures that had a single hoof, and it'll be a small creature, and then a medium-sized creature, and then a big creature, and they'll say, see, that proves the horse evolved from a different creature. But once again, remember, you're not being told the whole story. We have, since that became very popular, shown 
all those creatures have been found in the same layer of rocks. So how could one but, but, turn wait, into wait, another? Wait. All right, now you're talking science to me. You're yeah. talking scientific right. fact. That blows that exhibit out of the water. Blows why is it out of the why water? Why is it still there? Because you've got to try to pretend that it happened. So well, they'll leave have, it there. Why do you have to pretend? Because the only alternative is that God made horses. One moment there wasn't a horse, the next moment there was. And they have lots of variety. Some of these horses have since went extinct, but they were simply horses with lots of variety, just like we have dogs with lots of variety. Right, but what about we hear from time to time these missing links, these uh, half, they, these apes that really look like they're almost human. And they, it's storytelling, Sid. Evolution, no, they find bones. Evolution is... But wait, they, they find bones. Though. I could find a tricycle and a bicycle and a motorcycle and a car buried in the ground, and I could line them up and say, see, that proves that that tricycle turned into that automobile all by itself. That's the same thing with the bones. That's how you have to think about them. It's a story to try to explain things as if God hasn't done it. It's just bones that are lined up. Doesn't mean one has turned into another. As a scientist, I want you to help me out. This is what doesn't make sense to me. They say, you know, a, a monkey became an ape, became a human. Yeah. This is taught as science. Right. Uh, uh, how, so, therefore, if that be true, why aren't there some half apes and half men walking around? Because half of something doesn't work. A half of a feather can't fly. You can't have a reptile scale fraying and turning into a feather and have both animals be useful in some way. It just wouldn't work. Tell me, tell me about the bees uh, and, the and the pollination of flowers. Well, remember, if you're not going to believe God created different kind of creatures, you got to believe that something turned into something else that turned into something else that turned into something else. So they'll line them up like the tricycle to the car, except they do it with bones. They find um, flowers and plants in different rock layers, and they give them certain ages. They pick a dating method that supports their belief system. It's a belief system. They believe flowering plants developed about 100 million years ago. It's a, it's a fictitious time frame. It isn't true. But they find other animals like bees that didn't appear till 20, 30 million years later. How could you have plants being pollinated and surviving for 30 million years when there's nothing around to pollinate them? It doesn't make sense. It's one of the many problems with evolution that's just not shown to students. And I, I don't know why, but I have to tell you, uh, your story about the frogs in Africa blow me out of the water. Well, there's just, God created things to wake us up so we know he did it. There's a certain kind of frog, and it's actually in South America, where it lays its eggs and then it swallows the eggs. So then it shuts down its stomach acid. The frog goes... Well, well, how, does it, how do you stop your stomach acid? Good Tell question. <laughs> How do you do that? Evolution cannot explain this. How could a creature learn to do this? Then the frog goes through its whole development where it loses its tail, it becomes a tadpole, grows arms and legs, turns into little baby frogs. About six weeks later, the mother opens its mouth and fully grown little frogs crawl out of its stomach. It turned its stomach into a nursery to nurture its young and protect them. Uh, I, I, this begs the question. How does a frog know not to eat the babies as they're coming out? I mean, how did it just... See, how? see, creation is not non-scientific. It means the frog was made with those abilities. It was given those instincts. It was so that we would be astounded at the creativity of God. And that's the purpose. All the variety of life is so that we would be drawn to the maker who made it all. And yet we pretend it all made itself. But why didn't you see this as a scientist 
that said God was irrelevant. Why didn't you see these things? Because if you can take young children and from when they're small children watching shows about dinosaurs, pour into them this idea of billions of years have always been around, and then line up things and, and pretend that it all made itself, and it's all they ever hear, we could become blinded to any other possibility. That's what's so dangerous about our American education. It's become indoctrination. Okay, how about the Grand Canyon? I know that took millions of years to develop. I want to see his answer when we come back. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Many viewers report testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders, and healings as a result of watching It's Supernatural! I have suffered as a result of a back injury for over 34 years. I was watching episodes of It's Supernatural about healing and instantly my back was healed. Thank you, Jesus! If you've been touched through watching It's Supernatural, share your testimony at SidRoth.org forward slash praise. We now return to It's Supernatural. Uh, you know, my wife is so fascinated by what you're teaching. Uh, she, she, she's saying if you lived in Charlotte, we, she'd go to lunch once a <laughs> week with you. But uh, what about mutations? Don't, isn't that a way of creating new types of species and things? Well, everybody hears about mutations, but mutations destroy information. The DNA, what creates our body is this code, and it's like randomly changing the letters in a book. It destroys the information. It won't create a better book. It destroys information. Let me give you an example. All right. For about 100 years, we've taken fruit flies, we put them in a chamber, and we add like radiation to them, x-rays, and they mutate. And then the next generation mm -hmm. has mutations. So we would think by doing this with millions what, of fruit what flies. Kind of what kind of mutations? It's, it's changing the information on their DNA code. But what you get are fruit flies with different colors, fruit flies with twisted wings, fruit flies with different numbers of bristles, fruit flies with legs hanging out where their eyeballs ought to be. We've never gotten a new creature. We've never gotten a new organ. We've never gotten a new functioning feature. We've never gotten anything that's useful. That experiment shows mutations don't create new kind of creatures. So how come we're taught this on, on, on TV? <laughs> because if you don't want to believe God did it, you just have to make up a story. You've got to come up with some way to explain where new information comes from. So they grabbed mutations and they ran with it. Okay, Grand Canyon, magnificent, millions of years in the making. You say different. The key event in the Bible to explain the world and the way it looks is the worldwide flood. This flood was real. This entire globe was resurfaced. There would have been ra rapid movement of the continents as the continents shoved together. It shoved up the mountain chains almost a year after that flood started and the water rushed off the surfaces of this newly laid down sediment and rock layers that were filled with fossils. That's where they came from. That's how it fits into the Bible. Well, as this water was rushing away, it carved out the Grand Canyon very, very rapidly. Well, well, well is it could, uh, uh, give me an example as a scientist of this happening rapidly well, that you know of. There's a very modern example. In Washington State in 1980, Mount St. Helens blew up. It was a volcano where the whole top of the mountain slid down into the valley. Trillions of pounds of sediment were instantly pulverized and turned into a fluid that flowed down into the valley. Now, when that happened, it laid down a new layers of rock up to 600 foot deep. 
Later, water backed up. Months later, it flushed through this area of this newly formed rock layer that had flowed as a liquid, and we see these perfectly horizontal seams of sediment that formed in a matter of minutes uh, in this layer. It shows how the layers of the, the Earth formed, not over millions of years, but very rapidly during this world restructuring flood. Okay, you talk about a flood because the Bible talks about a flood, but certainly there would be records of this flood in different cultures all over. Well, and that's exactly what we find. As you, I mean, you can go onto the internet and you can Google flood stories. You'll come up with websites that list hundreds of cultures that have a remembrance that there really was a flood upon this planet. How about Native Americans? I'm, yeah, tell I'm, me what you found. Well, I found just a phenomenal record uh, from the Delaware Indians. They're one of the earliest American Indian tribes that migrated through Alaska down across Canada and then spread out across the United States. They have a record of where they believe everything came from that exactly parallels the biblical account of creation. The great spirit hovered over the waters, and then he made mankind, and then evil came into mankind and distorted things and deceived mankind. But then they talk about a world-covering deluge that came and destroyed the entire globe. This isn't the Bible. This is a totally separate culture from the Bible. Now, see, all people spread out across this globe after this flood, the Egyptians, the Chinese, the Incas, the American Indians, they spread out after the flood, but they took with them a remembrance of this flood, and that's exactly what we find. Tell me about the seashells. We find seashells at the top of Mount Everest. Mount Everest is 28,000 feet above sea level, and yet there are fossilized seashells that high above sea level. The reason they're there is because those mountains were pushed up at the end of Noah's flood, and they contained all of these dead creatures that had been compacted into new rock layers formed during this flood. The Bible talks about, in addition to giving evidence mm -hmm. as to how things were created, because the evidence is from the Creator, it talks about in the last days there'll be scoffers that won't believe what God says. Yeah, you're referring to uh, 2 Peter 3, verse 3. It says, in the last days, scoffers will come, saying everything's continued as it has since our fathers fell asleep. In other words, slow, gradual processes explain everything. That's where the days we live in today. We are living in what the Bible calls the last days. And then it says these scoffers will specifically say there was never creation out of water, a reference to God created everything as he hovered over the waters of the deep, and there were the, the, there's never been an earth flooded by water. The two signs we're in the last days will be a denial of creation and a denial of a worldwide flood. That's exactly what the academic community is doing to all of our children as we send them through the public education system. But God says in the last days, he'll give us a sign. It will be like the days of Noah. What do you believe he meant? Well, Jesus said these words. He said, it will be as in the days of Noah before I return. There was a monument to a coming judgment called Noah's Ark towering above all mankind in the days of Noah. I believe we are very close to finding Noah's Ark locked in ice at the top of Mount Ararat, a boat big enough to put every species of mammal, bird, and amphibian in that boat uh, locked at the top of one of the highest mountains on this planet. What better sign could there be that these rock layers are not very, very old? They were laid down by this flood only about 4,500 years ago.
And according to the information that I have and that you've seen, we're about ready to see that. I There's so many it, sightings that have there been There have been reported. sightings from the, the early 1900s on up, and we're, we now have satellites that can see through ice that have seen an object in that ice that looks very much like Noah's Ark. But how could the Ark, I often wonder, how could the Ark hold so many animals? Well, it, the, the better question is, why is there a boat that big locked on top of this mountain, uh, you know, 14,000 yeah. feet above sea level? It's big enough to hold every species of mammal, every species of bird, every species of amphibian that's ever been alive on this planet in only about half the space of the ark. If it was ready to rain and God told you a flood was coming, would you get in an ark? Would you build an ark? I would. You would. The ark has already come. The ark has a name. His name is Jesus. Amen. You're either in Jesus or out of him. Yep. Choose this day who you will serve. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the living God. Make Jesus your Messiah and Lord. You repent and the life of God will touch your spirit and it'll become alive to God. And God says a miracle will happen. He will remember your sins no more, and you will be able to communicate with the living God. You will hear his voice. This is what you need now. There is an insidious satanic plot being waged against you, your children, and your grandchildren through TV, the movies, on the internet, and in our schools and universities to undermine the Bible's authority and shake the very foundation of belief in Jesus as Messiah. We have got a generation of children that we have relinquished our education to the public schools, to television, to movies. And as a result, they stand no chance at believing the credibility of the Bible. Call right now to get Bruce Malone's easy-to-understand, must-read book, Censored Science, and his one-year daily devotional, Inspired Evidence, plus his powerful DVD, Explosive Geological Evidence for Creation. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9204. Bruce Malone, an award-winning top scientist, wrote a powerful book, Censored Science, filled with full-color photographic and illustrated scientific facts that point directly to God as creator. Through this beautiful hardcover book, you will learn of the many true scientific discoveries that actually increase your confidence that the Bible gives the only accurate record of the creation of planet Earth. See for yourself convincing evidence from biological sciences showing why evolution is not true. Explore the amazing evidence from geological sciences that shows the reality of a global flood approximately 4,500 years ago in the days of Noah. Understand why stars could never have been made themselves. Learn the facts and reasons why evolution is wrong in stating that the earth is millions of years old when it is actually a more recent creation. You also get Bruce Malone's book, Inspired Evidence, which is a one-year devotional that is jam-packed with fascinating and amazing scientific facts and anointed scriptures that build your faith in God, the Bible, and clearly proves that it is God who created the heavens and the earth. You'll want to share these daily devotionals with your spouse, your children, and your grandchildren. And through his revealing DVD, you will realize the explosive geological evidence which proves once and for all that biblical creation is true and evolution is a lie from the pit of hell. If you do not know this information yourself, if you do not teach this to your children and your grandchildren, someone else will teach them the opposite. And if they can undermine the Word of God in the basics of creation, 
They undermine the Word of God, and you can't let that happen to your family. Don't miss out on getting Bruce Malone's easy-to-understand, must-read book, Censored Science, and his one-year daily devotional, Inspired Evidence, plus his powerful DVD, Explosive Geological Evidence for Creation. Yours for a donation of $40. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9204. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9204 or log on to Sid Roth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural. My guest heard from God about the last outpouring of miracles before Jesus comes, and he heard from God that many, if they don't do what God is going to explain to you, will miss this great outpouring of miracles. 